This is a podcast from the children's radio station Fun Kids. Listen on DAB Digital Radio across the UK or online at funkidslive.com. London's history, Hampton Court Palace, Henry VIII's Palace. Did you hear about Henry VIII putting a fan in his chamber? He wanted heir to the throne? <laughs> okay, not much of a joke, but having a male heir, a boy who would eventually become king, was definitely no joke for Henry or his wives, and many ended up paying the price. Now, while we all know Henry liked to chop and change his wives, literally, he also wanted people to know he was the real deal, had loads of money and was powerful. He showed this with a whole load of lavish feasts and entertainment, sport and hunting here at Hampton Court Palace. And we've got VIP access all areas to find out more about one of the most famous power palaces of all time. Ready? Let's go! We're at the bottom of the staircase that leads up to the Great Hall. In Henry's day, just being here would get you in with some seriously rich and powerful people. If you were poor, well, you'd be shown the door. Looks like we've gone back to Tudor times. There are two very big yeomen of the guard blocking our way. They've protected the monarch and we're here to make sure no one got further without permission. They're holding long spears called halberds and don't look very friendly. Stop right there, young fellow, my lad. Uh-oh, we've been spotted. No one gets to go further into court unless they're lords, ladies, clerics, knights or from the right families. And you, sunshine, ain't any of them. Furthermore, your clothes are all wrong. There's strict rules about that sort of thing, and I would hazard a guess that you've broken every single one with those ridiculous shoes alone. Go on, scoop. On the contrary, my good man, I come from the realm of, um, Adidas. Adidas? Is that on the Spanish Peninsula? Oh, the very same. Oh, go on then, you may proceed. A word to the wise... Watch out for ghosts. This place is heaving with them. Ghosts? Bring it on. We're standing in Screen's Passage, which is the entrance to the Great Hall. But don't go anywhere just yet. Have a look above the doorway for some carved pomegranates. They're the symbol of Catherine of Aragon, Henry's first wife. Well, this might be a palace, but it's also my home, you know. Henry and I were married for longer than any of his other wives. Over 20 years, in fact. Many of them happy. It's the ghost of Catherine of Aragon. Sorry, Your Majesty. If you were happy, I don't get why the king ended your marriage. Well, it was a really important part of my job as queen to give the king a male heir. But none of my baby boys survived. Henry sadly decided he needed a new wife. But... To the end of my days, I considered myself still to be queen, even if the king did not. Time for us to move on. We're in the Great Hall, and it's more than great. It's amazing. Seems like royalty in the olden days liked to decorate their houses to show off, just like we do, I suppose. Except their houses were a little bit more enormous. 
The tapestry showed the story of Abraham. They're made from wool, silk and gold and silver thread. Here in Tudor times, they're really bright and colourful like the ceiling. And the gold in them sparkles. I always love this great hall. It brings back memories of so many fun parties with Henry. That's the ghost of Anne Boleyn, Henry's second wife. She lost her head because Henry thought she was cheating on him. Well, the impertinence. There's more to me than that. I was an accomplished and educated lady. And, I'll have you know, gave birth to Elizabeth I, who became one of the greatest monarchs of all time. Here, boy. Come away from that tapestry. You do know they're worth more than the crown jewels. Wow! That's a lot. Um... Who are you? I'm the Master of Revels. It's my job to arrange the feasts and events for the king. Kind of like a party planner? Exactly. And the feasts are as lavish as the furnishings. You can't have the Spanish ambassador telling his court that the food was plain and the walls bare. Yeah, we don't want other kings and queens laughing at us. Oh la la, look at the walls. They're so plain and dull. Like those silly Tudors. Pray, are you new here at court? If so, I would be pleased to show you around. 300 members of the household are tucking into their dinner. All you need to know is that them closest to Screen's Passage are least important and those at the high table are the most. You have to wear the right clothing, observe the right etiquette and watch your manners, especially here. There is to be absolutely no farting at the table. (laughs) They had to make that a rule? And look up in the eaves. Can you see the carved faces? Them's the eavesdroppers. They might remind you that there's always someone watching and listening. So do the king and queen sit at the very top table of all? Nah, they eat privately. But Henry might make an occasional appearance. Now, I'd better disappear. He's arranged a tennis tournament and there's to be dancing afterwards. These royal parties don't plan themselves. Sounds fun. Mind your back, please. Hurry up with them pies, boy. We're in Hall Place. The staircase goes down to the kitchen, which is why the servants in their red uniforms are hurrying back and forth with food for the great hall. They wait here with their dishes, leaning against the walls and banisters. Well, it's hard work by the look of it. Who'd want to take a rest whenever you could? Something to check out here is a portrait called the Giant Porter. He was a porter to Queen Elizabeth, and it's said that he was really tall. (laughs) But funny thing is... He ended up marrying the shortest woman at court, Lady Mary Grey. Watch out for those servants and their dishes. You don't want a pie in the face. Oh, sounds like they're lining up for a grand entrance into the Great Hall. So this is the Great Watching Chamber. It's a bit more luxurious than the Great Hall. And here in Tudor times, there's 80 yeomen of the guard standing around the walls, ready with their weapons. Excuse me, what are you watching? Well, for starters, I've got my eye on you, young sir. And them other courtiers and nobles and such like in here. They're all watching for those big double doors to swing open and the king to come out of his private apartments. They might be waiting a long time, though, because the king, well, likes to keep himself to himself. And only the most highly favoured can pass through. So we've got VIP access to be here. But you're saying we need VVV VIP access to get through those doors? Indeed. 
No one goes through those doors without permission. There's loads to see in here and find the portrait of Jane Seymour. She was Henry's third wife and the only one to provide a male heir, Edward VI. It was sad that I should die so soon after my Edward's birth. I like to think that the fact the king waited three years to marry again meant that he was sad too. His other wives were replaced within a year, sometimes a matter of months. It's Jane Seymour. Henry certainly did get through his wives at times. I know that when he married Anne of Cleves, that marriage was over in months. Belle, you can blame that silly painter Holbein for that. Looks like the ghost of Anne of Cleves has something to say too. She was wife number four. The king fell in love with my portrait, but you can't marry a picture, can you? Yeah, it's a bit like when people use filters to alter the looks of their pictures. The real thing can look very different. Well, the king certainly didn't have a filter. On my arrival, he shouted, I like her not, I like her not, and then stormed out. And that was the end of that. Henry was no oil painting either, I'll have you know. Poor Anne. At least she kept her head, and it's said she ended up being besties with the king. It doesn't look as if the king is going to come through anytime soon. So let's move on to the processional gallery. We're in the processional gallery. It's how Henry would have got from his private rooms to the Chapel Royal. There's some very interesting portraits to check out. Is that you, Henry? I beseech you, have mercy, have mercy on this vile wretch. I implore you. Who was that talking? Hello again, young sir. They say it's the ghost of Catherine Howard, Henry's fifth wife. She ended up on the block too, right? Indeed, it's a sorry tale if you ask me. She was only young when she married the king. He was much older, but absolutely adored her. One day he found out that she had been unfaithful. He was furious and sentenced her to death. It said she ran screaming along this gallery, trying to get to the king to beg for forgiveness. It didn't work, of course. She was taken down the Thames to the Tower of London, travelling under bridges where the heads of her lovers were tarred and stuck on stakes, then was beheaded herself. Ew! That's gross! You don't want to mess with the king. They say her ghost still haunts these corridors. Henry! I implore you! Henry! 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 Come on, let's follow her around the corner and into the next corridor. Maybe we'll catch sight of her. Henry! Henry! Is that you, Henry? I beseech you, Henry! This haunted gallery sends a shiver down my spine. Catherine must have been so scared. And Henry went into a great depression, only to be lifted by marriage to me. The end of his days was sweeter with my care and companionship. It's Catherine Parr, Henry's sixth and final wife. He married her here at Hampton Court. But, Catherine, weren't you scared to marry such a moody and probably quite smelly old man like Henry? I believed it was the will of God, even though I had planned to marry another. And it was God's will that in time I would survive the king and be free to marry my true love, Thomas Seymour. I was right. This gallery is busy, with lots of courtiers hoping to ask the king for (laughs) favours. Hang on and a funny-looking man with a monkey on his shoulder. That must be... Will Summer at your service. It's my job to tickle the royal funny bones and entertain the court. (laughs) Go on, then. 
Tell us a joke. Um, after double doors had to be installed in the palace to allow for Henry VIII's enormous frame, he became sad and no longer enjoyed teaching his trumpet-playing skills to the court. He was a two-door, two-dower, tudor, tutor-tutor. <laughs> you try saying that after a flag and a beer. <laughs> I thought making fun of the king would get your hair chopped off. As jesters or fools have special, in fact, legal permission to do so. The king is so fond of me, I'm in his family portrait. I see you! But Edward looks like a grown boy, and Jane Seymour died soon after his birth, so this picture doesn't make sense. Ah, well spotted. You are clearly an attentive subject of His Majesty, despite your disregard for court dress rules. Uh-oh, I think my trainers might get me in trouble again. And we're back in the present. That's the end of our VIP, nearly access all areas tour, around Henry VIII's apartments. Henry died in 1547, but the Tudor dynasty lasted another 56 years, mainly through his daughter, Elizabeth I. You can see how powerful Henry was and how scared people must have been of him. If you did something that he didn't like, off came your head. But Henry wanted to impress everyone, so court could be fun, with amazing decorations and food. And you could become powerful too. As long as you didn't forget the rules. <laughs> no farting at the dinner table. I wonder what rules and decorations I'd choose if I was the king. London's History, created with support from historic royal palaces. Find out more at funkislive.com history. So that was a podcast from the children's radio station Fun Kids. Listen on DAB Digital Radio across the UK or online at funkidslive.com. I'm James Stewart, and in Saving Planet Earth, I'm going to be joined by some of the world's top scientists to introduce you to some of the weird and wonderful ideas being trialled to try and save our planet. Led, of course, by your questions. Hi, James. I know that climate change is affecting our oceans. Is there anything that's being done to look after it? And one of the solutions involves dolphin poo. <laughs> this is Saving Planet Earth. Available wherever you get your podcasts.